This week on Mouse Flicks, Enchanted will delight us again. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg, and Mean Girls gets Disney-fied. So silence your cell phones and settle in. You're listening to Episode 10 of the Mouse Flicks Podcast. Mouseflix is a fan-produced podcast dedicated to Disney film and entertainment. Lend us your ears for news, reviews, and commentary on the film House of Mouse. Mouseflix is not affiliated in any way with the Walt Disney Company, Walt Disney Pictures, Marvel, Pixar, Lucasfilm, or their partners and subsidiaries. All opinions expressed via Mouseflix Media are solely those of the podcasters and do not represent the views of any other individual or entity. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to Mouseflix. I'm Kristen DiBiase. This week's episode is out a day or so later than usual, but hey, life happens. What are you going to do? So, let's talk Mickey and the movies. Oh, let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. It's time for News Nibbles. Does a body good? Marvel Studios has announced that its third Thor film, Thor, Ragnarok, will be directed by writer-director Taika Waititi, known to the TV crowd as a director of the HBO comedy series Flight of the Concords and MTV's The Inbetweeners. Most recently, Watiti co-wrote, co-directed, and co-starred in the indie vampire mockumentary What We Do in the Shadows. He also already has a Disney connection, having worked as a writer on one of Disney's upcoming animated features, Moana. With no experience in the big-budget blockbuster realm, Watiti is another interesting pick in a streak of unexpected directors that Marvel has chosen for its films. The second and third Captain America films were directed by comedy duo and brothers Joe and Anthony Russo, and outsider James Gunn directed Guardians of the Galaxy. In addition to being an unconventional choice, Waititi, who is a native New Zealander of Maori descent, will also hold the distinction of being the first non-white director of a superhero film from Marvel Studios. Marvel is expected to begin production of Ragnarok sometime next year, ahead of the film's anticipated release in November 2017. Enchanted fans rejoice! The sequel to the hit 2007 Princess spoof is finally getting some traction. Plans for a sequel were announced back in 2010, and things are finally getting underway under the working title Disenchanted. Amy Adams starred in the original film as an animated princess, Giselle, who was banished to a very much live-action New York City by Susan Sarandon's evil queen character, Nerissa. While in the big city, Giselle falls in love with a jaded divorce lawyer played by Patrick Dempsey. James Marsden rounded out the cast as Giselle's intended husband, the sweet, innocent narcissist Prince Edward. Disney took plenty of opportunities to poke fun at itself as the movie parodied princess movie tropes. The second Enchanted film is set to be directed by Anne Fletcher, who directed the Sandra Bullock-Ryan Reynolds rom-com The Proposal and Katherine Heigl's Always a Bridesmaid movie 27 Dresses. Sources say the studio is currently working on the script and are hoping to get it greenlit soon. 
If you didn't want to cough up the 25 bucks to buy it on Blu-ray or DVD, good things come to those who wait. The Walt Disney Animation Studios Short Films Collection will be coming to Netflix on October 25th. The collection of a dozen features classics like the goofy short How to Hook Up Your Home Theater, award winners Paper Man and Get a Horse, and yes, Frozen Fever. All you non-Netflixers can rent it right now for $4 on Amazon Instant Video. Disney Parks and Pixar are giving Disney guests a special look at the latest Pixar animated feature. The Good Dinosaur tells the story of a young dinosaur named Arlo in a what-if world where the asteroid that wiped out all the dinosaurs never happened. Guests at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World will get the chance to see exclusive scenes from the film before it opens in theaters on Thanksgiving Day. Beginning October 16th, the Good Dinosaur sneak peeks will be shown at the Disneyland Resort at Disney's California Adventure. The previews will run in the Bugs Life Theater and will feature special 4D effects. Down in Florida at Disney's Hollywood Studios, guests can see the preview at the One Man's Dream attraction on Mickey Avenue. Due to the location, the Walt Disney World preview will not feature special effects. Luckily for me, my very patient and understanding husband and I will be celebrating our anniversary at Disneyland. And we just happen to be visiting California Adventure on the first day the sneak peek begins. Stay tuned for a report once we're back. And that, friends, is that. And now, our feature presentation. The audience is now deaf. In 2004, the movie Mean Girls was released, and it's been a cult classic ever since. The movie tells the story of Transplant Katie, who returns to the U.S. from life with her zoologist parents in Africa and has to learn how to navigate a much more treacherous habitat, an everyday American high school. After she's invited to become one of the Plastics, a popular clique headed by alpha female Regina George, things get complicated when Katie becomes interested in Regina's ex, Aaron. Who are the Plastics? They're teen royalty. If North Shore was Us Weekly, they would always be on the cover. This past Saturday was October 3rd, which was an auspicious day in Mean Girls history. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. It's October 3rd. So what better way to celebrate than deciding which Disney characters would be the plastics? That one there, that's Karen Smith. She is one of the dumbest girls you will ever meet. Damien sat next to her in English last year. She asked me how to spell orange. Amanda Seyfried went on to play musical roles in the movie adaptations of Mamma Mia and Les Mis, but first she was Karen Smith, resident airhead and boob meteorologist. So if you're from Africa, why are you white? Oh my god, Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. You're not stupid, Karen. No, I am actually. Well, there must be something you're good at. I'm kind of psychic. I have a fifth sense. What do you mean? It's like I have ESPN or something. What else can really be said about Karen, other than that she's dumb as a box of rocks? There really isn't any female character in the Disney animated universe that's as stupid as Karen Smith. I thought about Charlotte LaBeouf from The Princess and the Frog, but Charlotte had too much of a personality and wasn't aimless. 
Sure, her objective was mainly to marry a prince, but it was a goal nevertheless. If I was backed into a corner and had to pick someone, well, why not Princess Aurora? She doesn't show us much of her personality, given that the Sleeping Beauty is literally conked out for about three-quarters of her own movie. But when she's awake, she seems pretty benign and useless, just like Karen. Her time is spent dancing around with woodland creatures in the forest and not really doing much more than that. I could be biased, however, given that Maleficent is my favorite of all the Disney characters. Plus, Aurora as Karen settles a decades-old argument. We'll make it blue. Oh, no, dear, pink. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. And that little one? That's Gretchen Wieners. She's totally rich because her dad invented toaster strudel. Gretchen Wieners knows everybody's business. She knows everything about everyone. That's why her hair is so big. It's full of secrets. After making her debut as a child on the TV show Party of Five, Lacey Chabert is now on the roster of actresses who play love interests on Hallmark, Lifetime, or ABC Family Romance movies. And I love it. You may recall that I am a fan of the genre. But in between there, she was Gretchen Wieners. Maybe we're not in that book because everybody likes us. And I don't want to be punished for being well-liked. And I don't think my father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would be too pleased to hear about this. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me. But I can't help it that I'm popular. That is so fetch. Oh, it's so fetch. What is fetch? Oh, it's like slang from England. While it doesn't seem to fit on first glance, I think a good Disney character to represent Gretchen is Cinderella, because just like Cinderella, she tries too hard. Gretchen wants nothing more than to know she's well-regarded by Regina George, in the same way that Cinderella works tirelessly to try to earn her stepmother's love. She spends nearly all of her time doing Regina's bidding and never being good enough. Interestingly, the other portion of Gretchen's character is only steps away within the same household. Her gossipy nature lends itself to Cinderella's stepsisters, Drizella and Anastasia, who are all too happy to stir the pot. Well, I just wanted to let everyone know that we have a uh, new student joining us. She just moved here all the way from Africa. I'm new. I just moved here from Africa. What? I used to be homeschooled. So you've actually never been to a real school before? Shut up. Shut up! I didn't say anything. Disney brought Lindsay Lohan to the public eye when she played the adorable twins in the 1998 remake of The Parent Trap. Before she became a Botox and lip-injectable addict, she starred in the most memorable role of her career, new girl Katie Heron. She was also in Herbie Fully Loaded, but let's just all agree to forget that one. Without a doubt, Katie is Ariel from The Little Mermaid. As a pure coincidence, they both have red hair. But the real comparison comes when you look at their naivete. They both just want to be part of our world so badly. Katie is a doe-eyed fish out of water, and Ariel is a doe-eyed fish who wishes she could get out of the water. Katie stumbles through her first few days in high school, while Ariel stumbles on her brand new legs for the first few days on land. Katie is an innocent who isn't familiar with customs of normal teenagers, and Ariel is an innocent who can't tell the difference between a comb and an eating utensil. Ariel chooses the wrong person to help her and gets her voice stolen, and Katie chooses the wrong person to be her friend and loses her own voice just to try to fit in. In the end, though, Ariel embraces her new life as a human and marries Prince Eric, and Ursula is destroyed. 
and Katie makes out with Aaron Samuels, admits she's a mathlete, and pushes her enemy in front of a bus. Okay, technically, she didn't actually do that last part, but everyone thinks she did, so that's good enough. She's the queen bee, the star. Those other two are just her little workers. Regina George. How do I even begin to explain Regina George? Regina George is flawless. She has two Fendi purses and a silver Lexus. I hear her hair is insured for $10,000. I hear she does car commercials in Japan. Her favorite movie is Varsity Blues. One time she met John Stamos on a plane and he told her she was pretty. One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. Rachel McAdams played the role of Regina George. Regina is a combination of the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland and the Evil Queen from Snow White. She embodies the worst traits of both characters in one beautiful, terrifying package. An evil takes a human form in Regina George. Her name literally means queen, and Regina reigns supreme and dominates everyone around her. Taking cues from the Queen of Hearts, there's hell to pay for anyone who upsets her or won't let her have what she wants. You're the best of friends one moment, and the next, off with your head. Like a queen in a game of chess, Regina holds the most powerful rank and treats her loyal subjects like pawns. She enjoys being worshipped by all and has no problem whatsoever with putting her friends down or destroying other people's lives in the process. Oh my god! I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Uh, it was my mom's in the 80s. Vintage! So adorable. Thanks! <laughs> that is the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. Gretchen! Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. But if you like him, whatever. I mean, I could talk to him for you if you want. Really? You would do that? I mean, nothing embarrassing though, right? Oh no, trust me. I know exactly how to play it. And okay, look, I'm not saying she's a stalker, but she saved this Kleenex you used, and she said she's going to do some kind of African voodoo with it to make you like her. What? Can I just say that we don't have a click problem at this school? And some of us shouldn't have to take this workshop because some of us are just victims in this situation? That's probably true. How many of you have ever felt personally victimized by Regina George? She's beautiful, cold, and calculating. And just like the evil queen does to Snow White, Regina instinctively tries to destroy Katie because she sees Katie as a rival in looks and popularity. But in this story, it's Regina who gets the poisoned apple, when Katie loads her up with weight gain calteen bars. Oh, and the whole, you know, getting hit by a bus thing. You can take that fake apology and shove it right up your hairy <laughs> It's been 11 years, and yep, movie's still good as the first time I saw it. Let me just keep on dating myself this week. Anybody out there remember the Disney afternoon? I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and one of the best cartoons on TV at that time was part of that programming block, Disney's DuckTales. If you were sad when the show ended, good news, Disney's just announced that the show is coming back and will be on Disney XD in 2017. DuckTales Remastered will bring back the characters you loved, like Scrooge McDuck and triplets Huey, Dewey, and Louie, in brand new adventures. Until then, check out the webpage if you want to sing along with the theme song. And that's a wrap. Mouse Flicks is a production of Mouse Flicks Media and is produced by me, Kristen DiBiase. The Mouse Flicks podcast theme features music by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com. To all of you out there in the world or the land, thanks for listening. 
If you like what we're doing, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Tell your friends, yell it from the rooftops, and most importantly, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Comments, questions, or suggestions? Email us at mouseflix at gmail.com. Find us on the web at www.mouseflix.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mouseflix. And tweet us at mouseflixcast on Twitter. We'll talk to you soon. And remember, popcorn's always better with a little pixie dust. So I have these in case of emergency SpaghettiOs that I hide in the back of our cabinet in the kitchen. They're basically in the event of there not being any food in the house and you have got to eat something, eat these SpaghettiOs. So it happened that we didn't have any food in the house and so I went into the cupboard to get my SpaghettiOs and they're completely gone because my husband has stolen them and eaten them. So of course I'm so mad about it and I said, why did you do this? Oh my gosh. The next time I go into the cupboard, I look and I see that he's bought another can of SpaghettiOs. And not only did he buy another can, he bought the can with the Disney princesses on it. I love my hubby.